welcome to the Earth Within podcast. I'm your host, Sophie French. This podcast is a place for expression and reflection through the landscape of cyclical living, creativity, and attuning to nature's rhythms. With conversations and concepts to support you to live your most sensational seasonal life, embracing your uniqueness. Take a breath, earth your energy within, and welcome to today's episode. Hello, hello everyone. How are you going today? Beltane and Sarween, blessings to you. So if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, where I am, on Gadigal Country um, in Australia, in Sydney, I am celebrating and honouring Beltane. And then if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you'll be celebrating Sarween, or the invitation is there to celebrate and honour Sarween. So this episode today is around the rituals and the ancient wisdom from earth cycles and traditionally that have been celebrated in eight sabbats or eight festivals throughout the year. Um, Yeah, steeped in pagan tradition. So I am here to speak about the wheel of the year with you. So you may know this or you may not. But the Wheel of the Year is an annual cycle of seasonal festivals. So, and these can really hone in on, celebrate, zoom in on the solar events. So the solstices and the equinoxes and also the midpoints between them as well. So it really is almost like traveling throughout the year with an awareness of what the light and dark are doing. You know, whether there is the height of summer, the peak of light, or the depths of the darkness in winter. So both Wiccan and Pagan traditions, um, they can be practiced by anyone, but they specifically follow nature worship and they include rituals and really they... And the beliefs and the concepts from paganism is that there is a sacred quality to Mother Earth and we find spiritual meaning in the Earth cycles and rhythms. So especially surrounding death and rebirth of the seasons, death and rebirth of the cycles, really understanding and deeply embodying through these moments in time throughout the year that mark these seasonal shifts and how we can then become oriented in whereabouts we are in the cycle of the seasons. So there's eight festivals throughout the year and I'll just list them off. Um, And four of them are based in or influenced by the solar energy. And then four of them are more influenced by the earth. So the solar holidays are the spring equinox, the summer solstice, and then the autumn equinox and the winter solstice. And then the earth-based festivals are Lammas slash Lunasad, Samhain, Beltane and Imbolc. And so these traditions are separated by hemispheres because they originate in, um, in Europe, in the United Kingdom, where this was first practiced and so of course living in the southern hemisphere the calendar is 
flipped you know the calendar is opposite so for example the winter solstice is around june 21 in the northern in the southern hemisphere but it's around december 21 in the in the northern so you know things like yule for example um also you know very sort of connected to christmas um actually occurs for us in australia um in the middle of our winter of course which is nowhere near christmas um yeah so it's really interesting especially right now as i'm walking around the streets there's lots of houses decorated in traditionally sawin slash halloween decorations of course october 31st today and there's like <laughs> ghosts and skeletons and all sorts um, hanging up pumpkins glowing pumpkins and so that actually is uh, really in sync with the northern hemisphere's calendar of Samhain um, but for us we're celebrating Beltane which is because we're in this peak of spring so just to note that not to say that celebrating Halloween is wrong it's not it's just that seasonally and, and where we are in our cycle of nature of the seasons of the earth where we live in the southern hemisphere it's not energetically aligned with the festival um but yeah so modern pagans i wouldn't call myself a pagan i would call myself a nature lover um but yeah we can align with the wheel of the year and we don't have to this is not religious this is not um yeah it's it's very intuitive and so it really focuses on um, what's occurring in nature and then how can we ritualize? How can we connect and devote even more to Mother Earth, to ourself and, you know, invite in more of that magic to our sacred spaces, in our house, in our relationships, the way we dress, in our home, which herbs we use, which crystals we use and... Um, it's really beautiful because ritual can help us really immerse and appreciate the time of nature that we are in. So it's, you know, for example, now in Beltane, and I'll go a little bit further into the rituals we can do, but it's really saying thank you to the cycles and what is present in nature or thank you to the sacrifice and the death that's occurring or, you know, such as when a plant dies at harvest, yet it is reborn into a meal on your table, for example. So, um, yeah, a lot of it is around thanksgiving um, to nature. So, loves, at the moment, the reflections for your inner landscape, whether you're in Beltane or Sawin, this point of the Wheel of the Year is where we celebrate the years light and dark playing um, in opposition, as always, in the Northern and the Southern Hemisphere. So in the Southern Hemisphere, where Beltane is occurring today, it means the fire of Bel, and Bel was a Celtic deity. And it means that we're in the peak of spring, which represents birth and fertility. And whereas if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, Samhain slash Halloween, um, you're at the peak of autumn, autumn's descent in the North. So really representing death and connection to your inner greater knowing and also the connection to your ancestral knowing as well. So these festivals both mark us approaching either summer or winter which is like approaching the pole or the polar opposites of the year. But here we're resting in the shoulder, in the brink, in the edge, in the peak of the transition between the two. 
almost, we're not quite at the equinox yet, but really in the big invitation overall, no matter where you are, is letting yourself be open to the way of Mother Earth wherever you are, knowing you are held and supported in the season that you're in physically, biologically, ecologically. And so first of all, Beltane, we are reflecting on where we find inspiration in our life. You know, where are we growing right now? What is growing for us? What is flourishing? It's a really beautiful time, um, ritual wise, to honor the bloom, honor the bloom of your life. So through flowers um, on your altar or in vases, welcoming greenery into your house, buying new plants, um, planting new plants, lighting a candle, celebrating new life, embracing loving energy in your relationships, in your friendships. And we can also offer, you know, specific sort of, um, you know, herbs or ingest certain herbs or um, elements um, through essential oils. And so anything very floral and akin to the rebirth and prosperous energy of this fire festival. So it's where we want to pure, like pour more fuel into our lives to get us to the next point. So, you know, to pour the energy into the projects that we're working on. And so um, it's a very magical mystical um uplifting time of year for for beltane um we're really growing in energy amplifying in energy and you know really big permission to celebrate it how you desire that could be a walk in nature other ways that you could celebrate is a beltane spell so a ritual to renew love and affection or attract new love in your life um, you could light a bonfire or even um, have like a mini, um, you know, bonfire with candles in your in your lounge room, in your bedroom and really honing in on that sensation and symbolism of fertility and abundance. So abundance is very circular in, in symbolism to me. Um, it's why we embrace making wreaths, um, making flower crowns, daisy chains, um, drawing circles you know even um really getting creative with the idea of circular abundance you know what comes around goes around and it's also very akin to the symbolism of fertility and marriage between the god and the goddess um, which is the origin original story of, of beltane so some colors and correspondences for beltane is the colors red yellow orange and green and some food and drinks are Actually, sweetbreads, apples, honey, spicy foods or spices, you know, chai teas. You've got crystals that are rose quartz, emerald, clear quartz, jade. I would go for anything very like uplifting that makes you feel uplifted. So for me, crystals, while I like to touch on, you know, even just some that you can wear, it's always or place on your altar. It's always very intuitive. So please just listen to your own inner wisdom with what you are drawn to. And the same with herbs and flowers, but the herbs that are corresponding to Beltane are willow, roses, jasmine, mint, vanilla, chrysanthemum. <laughs> it's so hard to say. Why is that so hard to say? 
grains, daisies and sandalwood. So I hope that gives you a bit of an overview of Beltane. And, you know, again, specifically, you could um, go into a journaling practice and really reflecting on what is growing in your life, what is flourishing, what are you incredibly aware of being burnt brightly and also where could you tap even more into your highest potential into your confidence and maybe what intentions are you planting for the summer months ahead Mm. so going into Samhain now this is a very witchy festival so Samhain is an incredible time of year that As you can really receive from the symbolism already around in Halloween with the pumpkins and the light and the darkness and sort of the trick-or-treat fun and also the veil is thinning, you know, between our world and the spiritual world. And so it's an incredible time to really honor your ancestors, to connect to the other world, um, the, the spirit. However you, again, this is not religious, this is just potentially even offering up something on your altar to your ancestors or, you know, maybe it's your family members, your grandmother, your mother's dad's mum, you know, it's just seeing if there's anyone in particular from your ancestry that calls to you to connect with, maybe through photos or um, storytelling with your family and if not from your own family just looking back through your ancestral lineage and seeing if there's any wisdom that would like to come through to you if there's anything that you would like to dabble in or try for yourself you know um even if it seems really ancient and um you know almost like strange or out of your comfort zone to do i there's something that is really feels really ancestral to me which is walking in the rain um I've spoken a lot to my mentor Claire about this and um we often find ourselves giggling at when we end up walking in the rain and it really calls us back to our European roots and um I'm originally I was born in in England and I've got a long ancestry in in England and Wales and so it's really nice knowing that once upon a time you know that my ancestors were walking around in the rain, um, playing in the rain and not hiding from nature's elements. Another, um, a few other ways to honor Samhain, um, are making a magical Samhain meal. So it's a, it's a harvest festival to really, um, notice, you know, I mean, this is why there's the popularity of pumpkins because, um, it's very traditional in what was harvested at this time of year. You can breathe in the autumn air, spending time outside, noticing the changing leaves and trees and releasing old energy. So it's a very beautiful opportunity for release, for burning, for um, yeah, connecting to what needs to be cleansed and cleared from your space. Almost like if there's any stagnant energy or negative or draining energy you feel around you in your life, whether that's in relationships or any situations or even just in your home, just lighting a candle and setting the intention of clearing and cleansing the space or maybe using any elements you desire. So um, 
maybe sage, maybe um, eucalyptus, depending on where you are. Um, just feeling into what is a very cleansing practice for you. For me, cleansing is like a bath or a shower, like that is super cleansing to me. So also take note of your astrology and what you're really drawn to. So if you're like an earth sign, um, grounding in nature, if you're a water sign, again, showers or baths, um, the only water sign I have is my um, Scorpio moon, but still, again, it's just connecting into your own unique energy. So some herbs that you might like to work with in Sarween is, ah, sorry, marigold, cypress, ferns, heather, nuts, hazel, and sage. And some invitations um, of crystals you may feel more drawn to, but again, trusting your own intuition. Jet, obsidian, onyx, carnelian, and bloodstone. And the colors that we could wear or you could incorporate into your clothes, your altar, your blankets, your towels are orange, brown, black, gold, and scarlet. So deep, beautiful, mysterious energy there in the colors. So again, just to recap over Sarween, it's a time of harvest, of release. It's a time of death and how death reminds us that we are able to begin again. It is this ritual of of harvest, of the summer's end. And traditionally on this day, the great god of the sun dies and leaves his widow, the goddess crone, to mourn him until Yule. So as I mentioned before, winter solstice, when he will be reborn and the light will return. And so with the sun god gone, nights grow longer from this point, plants and trees begin to die back and all around, you know, begins to freeze or harden and, and feel that chill. And so on the Sawin, night of Sawin, we stand at the space between the seasons and in a heightened state of magic that connects us to the realms of the living and the dead um, or, the, or the greater collective, you know, the greater whole. So it's a very beautiful beautiful time and so I've written a few words myself um, for you to engage with to listen into so if you'd like to and you're able to you can close down your eyes take a couple of breaths or if you're out and about walking or whatever you are up to um, you can just tune in um, with your eyes open of course hi loves it's only me interrupting me <laughs> In the middle of this episode, I would like to come in and let you know ways that you can walk with me in the secret garden. So I'm inviting you into the well, which is a women's well-being immersion to nurture your well-being through cyclical practices. So we're gathering over three circles together to learn the language of your womb, the seasons and the moon. Then there is the Hive, which is a six-month creative group mentoring experience. And this is for nurturing your creative well-being among a community of incredible creatives. And so we're going to be together for six months, nurturing your courage to share your heart and art with the world. And finally, there is, of course, the secret garden that is always open for you to walk in and feel deeply nourished, nurtured, held, seen and supported 
through one-to-one -one mentoring. So there is a couple of options, whether it's walking audio side-by-side -side, um, with Voxer during the week. So you have that real-time guidance and access to me just in your back pocket. And then there is the combination of that with also sessions held on Zoom in the secret garden. So let me know if one of those sings to you. Okay, back to today's episode. So for Beltane, bask in the fullness of life. Be courageous in your curiosity. Embrace the archetype of the priestess. Let your journey towards summer remind you of your inner gold. Walk on with bravery, knowing all that is flourishing is so for a reason or a season. Bless your own pathway with the words of affirmation. Light a candle, bear the flame of your truth. Above all, reflect your light back to yourself. Notice how you've grown. And for those celebrating and honoring Sarween, this is for you. Bewitch your own soul with the magic outside and in. Let go of the reins. Endings are here to teach you, guide you, hold you. With darkness comes the first sign of light. You have hope built into your bones. Meet with the energy of your ancestors. Learn something from them. Become spellbound by your inner wisdom. Go deeper. Let the lantern of your heart shine. Divine mystery and magnetism will greet you here in the shadows. Mm, so those my words for Beltane and Sarween. And to speak a little bit further about why this matters is to share on the meaning of cyclical and seasonal living. And so ultimately seasonal and cyclical living invites us to be in flow in alignment in in intimate connection with our surroundings and this you can imagine creates more flow and ease and so you know it's like those long winter nights you know it's cold outside so it only makes sense that we spend more time inside you know apart from maybe the odd camping trips snuggled up gazing at the stars but it's it's to me all about this like I always picture a river but there's plenty of analogies and I wonder what analogy suits you um, when you feel like you're in flow with the universe with your own life with your own mindset to me it's like yeah being in a lazy river letting life guide you and then also being actively aware of where you're going you know so when we're oriented in our own intentions that are melting and merging with the intentions of nature you can see how that would create a fertile ground for living in gratitude living in presence and also living in more bounty and possibility um it's always an invitational framework to me it is where we can you know, because life is full of moments of overwhelm, of challenge, of losing our confidence, losing ourself. And what 
the seasons and the cycles and the wheel of the year, for example, you know, the menstrual cycle, the lunar cycle, whichever cycle we're tapping into, because it's your choice, your intuition, it gives us an invitation to tune into or illuminate further, like a specific theme. And so, you know, for being in Sarween, for example, in the Northern Hemisphere, you might be experiencing this time where it's like, oh, maybe it is time to let go of this particular friendship or this particular habit um, that isn't serving you anymore and feeling like there is time and space to engage in a ritual or a burning release or um, an embodiment practice that sees you meet with the energy of nature, meet where it is in life you can begin to release and then have that come into harmony into some sort of symbiosis together and so to me that is the most regenerative way to live because we're taking wisdom and maybe not taking isn't the right word like we're learning and being with nature in the way that she is the way that seasons are the way that we are because nature is the way shower the wayfinder and though you are an active sovereign participant in the role of of your life and the masterpiece that is you you know it's it's an offering to co-create with it's a way to be dancing within the mystery the magic the unknown it also brings a sense of predictability which sounds really interesting because it's this really freeing framework of undeniable magic and rhythm yet it is a grounding sense of after summer becomes autumn comes winter and you know it's like in our menstrual cycle for example we know most of the time you know we ovulate and then we're going to bleed after and then it goes back around and our hormones are going to build and rise and fall in the same way no matter how long or short your menstrual cycle is there is that similarity same with the lunar cycle we know following a new moon the new moon is going to wax in illumination come to fullness into a full moon and then begin the descent down into a new moon again and so there is a certain sense of predictability and so it can really help aid anxiousness or nervousness or uncertainty you know it is an anchor in the storm that we are weathering as humans and it's it's not something to to add to your to-do list like cycles are not something you have to do you have to achieve um you have to tick off it is like we can feel the way we're feeling because our intuition and our emotions are a, a number one guide but then it's like where could we co-create with um, nature with our menstrual cycle with the lunar cycle with the seasons and then how can that benefit us how can that gift us sustainability in our capacity you know in our resiliency in a time where it can be full of you know the weather 
just to just to mention something personal going on for me is so <laughs> unpredictable and challenging in in Sydney at the moment um, over the years that I've lived here it's becoming you know increasingly wet and rainy and that can really take a toll and it being able to witness my life um, be a myriad of different cycles I can tune into you know the astrology of the moon the um, the way that I feel when I'm on you know for example today day 11 of my menstrual cycle I'm feeling really hopeful connective grounded and it's a way to amplify bliss in a time where we face global uncertainty so you know, we are not needing to be any other way than we are. It's not about changing ourselves or making ourselves fit different shapes. It's just the noticing, right? So I wonder how this lands for you on Beltane and Sawin and how I'm just here to remind you that when you connect to your own intentions, your own intuition, you become an intuitive artist of your life and I'm here to truly witness you, honor you, celebrate you in all of the different seasons and cycles you're moving through, knowing that your inner wisdom is your greatest guiding light. Um, yeah, I hope you've learned something or I hope you have felt inspired or connected even 1% more to the rhythm of the earth and the rhythm of your own inner cycle so have a beautiful Beltane or Sarween much love and if you would like to continue to connect I welcome you into the hive that begins this week or the well that begins the following week after or of course into a private wandering in the garden together in a mentorship just me and you thank you so much for joining me from wherever you are in the world i've loved having you with me if you've enjoyed today's episode please feel free to message me on instagram or even share this episode to your stories and tag me you can also rate and review my podcast to help it reach more ears and hearts around the world okay my love until next time be well and remember to take moments to earth your energy within mm-hmm.